Curtin Cade Mornings, not just on the radio. It's a podcast, too. We want you to know about a petition that's going around right now to place something on the ballot. Floridians Protecting Freedom. It's a constitutional amendment. And this is no small matter. No, it's playing on words to fool you into believing it means something else. Rebecca Klein joined us in the studio. She, of course, is the executive director of a Woman's Choice Pregnancy Care Center in Lakeland. And she unpacked for us what is happening with this. Again, vital information. Rebecca Klein from A Woman's Choice in Lakeland. Hey, Rebecca, great to see you face-to-face. This is a big deal for us. You're always on the phone. Yeah, I'm so excited to be here with you guys, like in person. How scary is it? (laughs) No, it's wonderful. (laughs) You've seen us before, though. Oh, yeah, Yeah, by the way, Rebecca, do you like uh, Kate's makeup? She was putting it on just for you. Yeah, I put it on just for you. Lovely, right? Absolutely, no question. (laughs) Yours looks great, too, Kurt. Yeah, it's the rouge, right, Kate? Is that what you said I had on? It's the rouge. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, I need all the help I can get, I guess. <laughs> and if uh, if somebody sees a photo of you or a video and they're like, you look kind of old, you don't, you know, they don't they don't say it like that, but they kind of say something say, that makes oh, you, you think that. Oh, you don't look like your picture. Always or... tell them it's the lighting. <laughs> always. Yes, it is. Well, and yes, it is the lighting. It's always the lighting. Always. <laughs> yeah. But Rebecca, uh, we are so glad you're here. Thank you. And... Um, Let's just dive into this. What is going on with this uh, Floridians Protecting Freedom constitutional amendment that they're trying to get on the ballot? What what is happening with this thing? Yeah, chances are uh, most people listening have seen them out and about all over the state of Florida. They... They're at grocery stores, public libraries, events, a table set up asking people to sign a petition for a constitutional amendment. And, and what it is, an amendment called Floridians Protecting Freedom. And what's interesting about it right away before saying anything is that leaves it wide open to imagine a whole host of things, right? right? That yes. we would yes. be for. Yeah. Yes, right. Floridians are all about freedom. Yeah. And, you know, I see that and I go, oh, maybe it's gun access or, you know, something like that. But this is about freedom, what they would call reproductive freedom. Mm-hmm. And that's freedom for abortion. And uh, the language of the um, the the amendment, so this is a constitutional amendment, and that's a point I'm going to want to make repeatedly uh, how important that is. It's that no law shall prohibit, penalize, delay, or restrict abortion before viability or when necessary to protect the patient's health as determined by the patient's health care provider. So really what it's saying is they want to make abortion available with no restriction and undo all the existing laws that uh, exist to protect women more than anything. Um, this amendment would undo everything and make abortion completely accessible in our state. Wow. Yeah. See, this is a very big deal. Um, yeah. Yes. Playing with yes, words to, yes. to confuse this is, people. Yes. Okay. All right. Yeah. Speaking of that, I have to tell you guys what, what happened here. Rebecca, I don't know if you know about this, but we had a listener who called to say as uh, he was leaving, I think it was Walmart recently. He was approached by a young woman asking him to, to sign a petition banning men Mm. from participating in women's sports. But then he thought, you know, and this is a note to self, always read what you're signing. Yes. When he looked at the petition, it actually read, make abortion legal 
yes. in Florida. <gasps> so uh, I guess our, this listener questioned her, and uh, she tried to brush it off, saying something like, oh, it's okay, just sign here. Mm. And he didn't sign it, obviously, mm. and he wants to warn everybody, be careful. Yes. So this is happening out there. Yes, and, and I've heard stories like that over and over again, even within, a, you know, we're based in Lakeland, A Woman's Choice, and among my staff and our volunteers, just individuals that I come in contact with hear the same kind of stories, not only um, where they're uh, intentionally saying the the wrong thing at the tables, but sometimes the people who are sitting at those tables have no idea what it's about. We've had that. They're getting paid. They are paid. Not They're not right. there because they're passionate. They're getting paid to collect to signatures. Yeah. And so some of them don't even know what it's about. They're just like, here, sign this. Uh, maybe they're saying things because they don't know, but or maybe they're saying things because they just want to get the signatures. Um, so yeah, it's really important. I, I love that you said read what you're signing. And that's what today I really wanted to be about is making sure people understand what this is. Um, because, you know, even even in our listening audience today, you know, we, we have believers who are pro-life, who stand with us for life. However, there's many, many Christians who have a different view of abortion and and sometimes waver in their perspective about it. And sometimes I hear, you know, yeah, I think abortion is wrong, but a woman should have a right to choose mm-hmm. and will defend women's rights. And so they could see this without understanding its implications and go, oh, yeah, I'll sign that because I feel like a woman has a right to choose. Yeah. Um, so that that's people need to understand what it's going to do. Yeah. And when you think about it, and this is this is different from, you know, there's no medical procedure Mm -hmm. that I know of that uh, they say, Mm. okay, anything goes. Whatever you want. You know, (laughs) I can't go in and get my my gallbladder taken out without a Mm -hmm. million tests and Mm -hmm. stuff. Mm -hmm. So why, you know, but this is a totally different, Mm -hmm. you know, there's some, and that's sketchy to me. That's sketchy for the woman. Even if you're not talking about what the the procedure itself, it's sketchy for women. Absolutely, Kate. I I agree 100% that this is very agenda driven it you know it like you said it just they throw everything out the window at the risk of women and, mm-hmm. and that's what frustrates me because they use uh, when they're discussing their side and, and defending their beliefs it's because we want to protect women no 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 all these laws this is all not these protecting things women. yeah put women at risk at levels people don't understand and so truly the pro-life side I know they see us as protecting babies which we are but we're about protecting women women are being lied to and Women are being used as part of a political agenda. Yeah, and it's, that's not it's right. the well, old. Uh, don't you worry, your pretty little head. Just go lay down. Right. That's yeah. right. Yes, that's exactly. right. Exactly. You can have what you want, but they're kind of telling her what she wants. Right. Yeah. They're yeah. leading. These just do this, women and everything will be fine, and you'll never have path. to think of it again. By the way, how many signatures do they need to get to put it on the ballot? There's a formula, you know, political formula. What it comes down to is close to 900,000. Although, as I've learned, um, they really need to collect over a million because those signatures then have to be verified. So they have to collect more than what they need so that if there's signatures that get thrown out, um, that they still have what they need. So it's it's 890-something thousand, which is close to 900. 
I wonder mm. if there's a running tally on that where you can actually see um, how they're doing. You know, I, I haven't discovered that yet. I, I, the last report I saw was just um, two weeks ago uh, in November, and uh, the number at that time was almost 500,000. So they were more than halfway there. Okay, very so aggressive. this is a big deal. It Ooh. is. Thank you for taking some time to listen to this episode of the Curtain Cape Mornings podcast. We always welcome a review with your thoughts and comments, and please feel free to subscribe and follow us as well. When is the deadline for them to get these signatures? February 1st. The 1st so of February. So it's, it's less than uh, 80 days away. Well, February wow. feels long off because mm. we still have to get through Christmas right. and then New but Year's, it but it's, yeah. it's right around the corner. This is so, uh, we were talking about the deception mm-hmm. involved mm-hmm. With, with all of this, and um, we want to be careful how we say this. Yes. And I think that you, that's one of the things I love about when you join us on the air. You're always so good at describing things, not only from a Christ-centered and biblical perspective, mm. and you're passionate about mm. being on the front lines in the fight for life, obviously, but... We have to be careful how we say things like this. It is about the baby. Yes. Okay. Obviously, we want to save the baby's lives. Yes. However, the way they're framing this out, they're going after women. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They're trying to shift things a little bit. And I don't want to – we touched on it, but I I think it's important for us to embrace it fully. I want you to pull back the curtain on this – it's always, you know, oh, the woman has has the right to choose. It's about women's rights and all of that. And yet, um, they're, you know, disguising what's happening here when it comes to the welfare of the women. Mm-hmm. Speak to that again, because yeah. I, I want to hi- I want to take out our highlighter here and highlight this. Yeah, yeah, no, it's so important. Um, like you're saying, Kurt. Um, yes, uh, when you're pro life, we we. Ex- exist to protect the lives of unborn children. But what we've learned a long time ago in the pregnancy center movement is that the only way to reach and save a child is to reach the mother Mm -hmm. Um, and the father. We include the father, of course, but if you're not protecting the woman, you have no opportunity to protect the child. And, And that comes in many different forms. But like you're saying, when we take it from the perspective that those fighting for an amendment like this and those fighting for abortion rights, um, they build their entire uh, case on just uh, slogans, you know, uh, my body, my choice, a woman has a right to choose, and they're playing on women's desire for Floridians protecting freedom. We're back to right. that again. Um, they're, they're playing on that emotional response without really looking at the risk they are creating for women. And um, everything about abortion is a risk to a woman. There's no such thing as a safe abortion. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about mm-hmm. the abortion pill. Yeah. Now, oh, gosh, you, yeah. you, you mentioned uh, something uh, when we were playing the song here. We were chatting off air yeah. about how the abortion pill actually works. And the way you were describing it— mm-hmm. 
I'm like, this is evil. It is. It is. Uh, the abortion pill is the fastest growing element of abortion. The abortion industry is very intentional and deliberate about um, uh, aggressively pushing the abortion pill over surgical abortion. If you think of it from a financial standpoint, it's a win-win for them uh, because now mm-hmm. not only uh, they get the same cost that they would get for a first trimester abortion, but a woman doesn't come into the office. A woman doesn't have to see the doctor. There's no procedures. They mail her pills, she takes pills, and the entire thing happens at home alone. So a mm-hmm. woman, whether she's 13 years old or 30 years old, is at home in her own bathroom taking pills that cause her body to um, expel a fetus and mm-hmm. bleed heavily, and there's a lot of okay, risk. Okay, so there are two and pills, right? Yeah. Right. That's the way this works? Describe yes. how it works. You take the first pill, yes. what happens? Uh, the first pill is the pill that it actually stops the production of progesterone in the body, which is needed to sustain a pregnancy. So once that is stopped, then the baby will die. The baby can't continue to develop. The second set of pills then causes contractions for a woman to remove uh, the, the fetus and the contents of the uterus. Um, so, yeah, it, it, it is awful. And, and if anybody remembers um, Abby Johnson's movie, uh, Unplanned, yes. and mm-hmm. um, the, the movie itself, it was hard to watch, but it was truth because she took the abortion pills. And you see her experience alone in a bathroom, bleeding, and then even and see, I mean, these are hard things to talk about on the radio, but seeing a baby come out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The trauma. Yeah. And if you were to have a miscarriage without yes. any any yes. pills or anything, you you wouldn't just stay home and right. suffer, you know, too bad, so sad. Right. You would be going to the doctor yes. to get checked out. Yes. And if, if they don't have that follow-up treatment... I wonder how much of that falls into why there's so much IVF treatment yes. for older women yes. now. Yes, uh, some, uh, some obviously yes. just couldn't have, but I mean, yes. they, now they can't because of the damage done absolutely. because they didn't get it checked after doing absolutely. this. And and it used to be when the abortion pill was first rolled out that it was part of the process that um, a follow up appointment was you know required. But um, you know that's gone by the wayside with the advancement of online and through the mail. Uh, abortion pills and it's growing guys. and what are they going to be growing able to tell you online <clears throat> about that uh, how you exactly. feeling I'm fine exactly. no you're not fine yeah, so so really, it's that that point that there is such significant risk to women, and and if we pull it back to this amendment, the amendment um, is designed to remove every restriction, every restriction. Yeah. Um, for whether the the pill or surgical abortion, women will be able to get them. Um, it's written in such. This is the important thing to understand about the amendment. It's written in such a way that when somebody reads it, they may not understand all the implications of it. But when you dig down deep to understand why the language is so vague, it allows for abortion up to full term of pregnancy. Full term? Mm. Full term. It doesn't say that in there. It doesn't. What it says is up to viability. um, And then it also says, um, uh, based on the patient's health and the decisions of our healthcare provider. Those are three key terms that everybody needs to understand about this amendment to understand why it's so dangerous. One, viability is um, an undefined term. It changes all the time. When you say viability to me, I think 24 weeks. That's a standard uh, medically, but that's not the same standard everywhere. So viability alone leaves question. Well, when Mm -hmm. when is that? You know, is that 20 weeks? Is that 40 weeks? Cue the vagueness. Yeah. 
And the, uh, yep. yeah, the smoke yep. screen really is what yeah, it is. Absolutely. And yep. then the other really big one is when it says um, in relative to the, the health of the mother, the health of the mother. Way back in 1973, when Roe v. Wade was passed, there was a second court case that followed Roe v. Wade. And I don't know the exact date of it, but it was right after it was, um, uh, oh, goodness gracious, Dobie Volton. Um, and that one established an understanding that when you talk about the life and health of the mother, that it can include any realm of possibility of what health is. So when women hear the the amendment and they hear health of the mother, they think probably what I would think. Oh, well, if a mother's life is at risk, she's going to die. Right. They can get an abortion. No, it's related to um, her mental health, her emotional health, her financial health, her social health as deemed by the healthcare provider. So you could say, well, uh, I struggle with depression. Yeah. Yes, I'm anxious. This is going to hurt me financially well, and I'm scared. I'm in school. That's health. Mm -hmm. So that's what broadens all of it. So I can be 38 weeks pregnant, you know, virtually full term, and I, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm so upset. I'm depressed. I'm anxious. All these things. Well, that's the health of the mother. My health is at risk. Now I can have an abortion. All right. So mm -hmm. we're going to talk mm -hmm. about when we come back here in a few minutes, what we can do as believers. Mm. And uh, okay, tip of the hand right here. First thing we always need to do is pray. Yes, Sometimes we, yes, yes. we talk about prayer being so important, but yet we don't do it. It shouldn't mm. be a last resort. Right. It should be a first choice that we make. You were at a conference, mm -hmm. was it a couple of weeks ago? What was that yes. all about? Yeah, it was a gathering of um, pro-life leaders from around the state and various different forums, different organizations, and it was about educating us about this amendment and uh, truly understanding the dangers of it being passed so that we can get word out. And so that's why I'm grateful to be here today because I think our, our, um, our communities and, and our people need to know. All right, so let's highlight something that is vitally important. Before we, uh, we only have a few minutes here. I want to make sure we don't leave any cookies on the shelf yes, because yes. you're here in the studio. So there's something that's on your mind right now. Yeah, yeah. It's about language. As Kate started us yeah. when we were talking about language and just when we when somebody's wrestling with, do I sign this? If it gets to the ballot, do I vote for this? Um, the key is understanding what the language is not saying in, in the um, mm -hmm. amendment. The language is very broad, it's very vague, and that's very intentional. And one of the things that I learned that I, I would not have known, so I don't think your average citizen knows, is that when if something were passed with that type of language, then as an amendment, the Florida State Supreme Court is required to interpret it at its broadest level. So when it says things like viability, viability is vague. When none of us actually know when viability there is, is. No timeline yeah. on that. You yeah. might think you do, but but we don't. And and so it allows for abortion up until, like we said, full term, even partial birth abortion. It says um, for the health of a mother, and and I, you know, the average person would think, well, if a woman's life is at risk, she's going to die, then she can have an abortion. Well, no, it's much more than that. The health of the mother includes mental, emotional, financial, social health implications. So if she's feeling anxious about her pregnancy, no matter how far along she is, she can abort under this amendment. We were talking about mm -hmm. deception in yeah. terms of those folks who were trying to get signatures mm -hmm. on these petitions. Mm -hmm. Yes. And we had somebody, Producer Mark, uh, did they call in or text in? And they, they were concerned that they may have signed one of these petitions not reading the fine print. Mm -hmm. Is that what happened? Right. It was a text that came in, mm -hmm. and they were wondering if anyone has signed this petition and now 
now realize what it's all about. Is there any way to remove their name from the signature list? And not that I am aware of. I I hate that answer, uh, but I'm not aware that they can. But the key is hearing this today, then tell everybody else. They're not there yet, you know. So the key today is about education, getting the word out. Okay, so finally here, before we let you go. Yeah. What can we do? We talked about prayer always Mm, being number one. Mm -hmm. But how can we take action? Is there a website that uh, is kind of a hub for everybody who's trying to fight this? Not yet. And I believe that's what this meeting was about that I went to a couple of weeks ago. But time is running out um, that uh, that they want to get this, like, collective movement so that we can get the message out. So I don't have somewhere to send somebody today. um, But you can always send them to a woman's choice looking for me and I will direct them where I can. Um, but the key, the, the the call to action today is take this information you're hearing, learn more, and tell everybody else. Because uh, whether people are pro-choice or pro-life, we all need to understand what's happening here. Well, Rebecca, thank you for making the trip in from the Lakeland area. And it's so nice to see you face-to-face. Yes, I yes. love being here. Thanks for listening to Curtin Cape Mornings Podcast. Please take a minute to follow, subscribe, and review us. And no matter where in the world you are, you can listen to us live from 6 to 9 a.m. weekdays on the Moody Radio app.